Hey everybody, welcome back to Advice from Material Man, which soon will change its name to What the fuck is going on, my brothers? I'm standing here outside the parking lot of San Esteban de Palau Turdera, uh, about 40 minutes out of Barcelona, and uh, waiting for my son to come out of school. Now he comes here every day. We chose him. We chose not to take him to regular school in Barcelona <coughs> because of the COVID regulations, which we don't agree. Uh, I'll, I'll do some explaining on that further down the this podcast. Uh, so we decided to bring him to uh, a semi-private school here in uh, Monsaigne, in where all classes and all activities are done outdoors, way outdoors, under very uh, open-minded, holistic supervision from very, very, very beautiful people who really love kids and who really take care of them and who really, I believe, know their shit. Uh, because I have seen some changes in him, uh, although it's only his second day, but he loves coming, which has never happened before. Every first day of school, regular school, was a tragedy. And you you might be very well aware of how these tragedies goes. The kids don't want to go. Uh, parents, uh, due to COVID restrictions, have to stay outside. You can't uh, accompany your son inside or daughter inside to... Uh, to uh, to follow some adaptation period. No, in public, in regular public schools, you, you deliver your kid to the main gate, and that's it. And so, what you see is tens and tens of children uh, suffering from separation anxiety and not wanting to go in, wearing masks at all time, and being separated in bubbles and being mm, just ostracized for for being. Uh, children, for being children, and uh, so there is this superiority attitude on, of adults towards kids in public school, which, uh, don't get me wrong, I support public school, and I think they're the best, but uh, this COVID thing is just driving everyone crazy. Anyhow, so we decided to uh, that our son was not going to go through that, so we enrolled him in, uh, in a semi-private school. 40 minutes away from Barcelona. So this private school is just fantastic, man. It's it's the private, it's the school that we all wished we had. Uh, we had attended when we were kids. It's uh, it's a forest, so they have two uh, gurtas, like the Mongolian tents, huge gurtas. They have a main building, which they use in case of rain or 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 inside activities, and just, they just spend all day outdoors, and they do all the subjects, geography, um, maths, history, uh, at their level, of course, in very basic terms, but they do that all counting with nature, all being um, in accordance with nature and in accordance with the ch children's needs. Uh, another strong point of this school is that, uh, whereas in the last school he attended, there were 25 kids to one teacher. So imagine that. Uh, again, a public school, uh, I, I believe, are the best. They just need a lot of improvement, and uh, this COVID thing has just fucked up things. But imagine one teacher, and sometimes, I think, uh, my kids' old school, uh, two days a week, they had uh, eight. So they, the, the regular teacher could have someone else to help him or her with 25 five-year-olds. 
of course, uh, you need some severity, you need some uh, discipline to be able to control 25 kids. I'm not blaming them for doing that, but that's just not what we wanted. So in this school that he attends now, it's just eight uh, students per class, and there's only uh, three classes. <laughs> so so it's 24 kids, and there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, no, eight, seven, seven or eight uh, teachers or uh, supervisors or, or um, carers, call them what you want. And, uh, and it's just amazing. As I said, this is his second day, and I just go, drop him, I stay. I can stay there as long as I want, together, or just sitting nearby to see what he does. I walk around, I look at him, he looks at me. At some point, after an hour, an hour and a half, I said, okay, man, uh, I'm leaving. He says, hey, cool, come pick me up later, love you. And I fucking leave. Never has this happened in, in any other school with my child and with a lot of childs that I know of. Never. So, hey, lo and behold, it is a sacrifice. It is a, it is a, quite a challenge to come here, to be here at 9 in the morning after a 40-minute drive to entertain the kid on the car and to well, be able to afford gas and, uh, and, and, and just the trip itself, but mostly me having to sit here for most of the day just waiting for him to come out. Now, as you might know, if you know me, I am no, I'm not known for just sitting around, which I do a lot, but uh, after, after, after an hour, an hour and a half, just my butt keeps itching and I have to go out and do something. So I'm looking for work around here because that's another of the subjects that has been really, really pissing me off and really frustrating me to very serious levels and to dangerous uh, depressive periods, which is the, uh, nobody will take me. Yeah. Now I know that in some cases I might not be as qualified as I think I am, but in most cases it's because they don't want a 53-year-old guy in their premises or working around them because they know, well, that we're... No, we know our shit, and uh, we won't take shit from anyone. So for the same price, or maybe cheaper, they get a 25-year-old who will say yes to everything, and who will probably be more faithful to the company than I will ever be. So uh, jobs are out of the question. I have been applying for all kinds of jobs for a year and a half with zero, zero success. I've had, uh, I think, three let's say five to be generous, five interviews of so five companies that have taken one step further just to talk to me, but never came, never came back. Only one did, and to tell me that I was overqualified. That was two days ago, and it really depressed me a little bit. So I'm a little bit down, I'm a little bit negative, I'm a little bit uh, dark. I can't see any way out. I know there is, but uh, as of now, I just can't see it. So I'm just letting myself go. I roll with the dice and, uh, and see what happens. I'm moving around. I'm, I'm giving up on Barcelona completely. Um, I had already given up uh, to, to a certain degree, but now I know that there's nothing for me there, uh, work-wise, social-wise. Uh, or nothing. 
So, San Palau, San Esteban de Palau Turdera, which is uh, next door to Santa Maria de Palau Turdera, which is three kilometers away from San Celoni, which is 25 kilometers away from Girona, which in itself is 71 kilometers away from Barcelona. So that's not too far. But uh, I'd go farther than that. I'd have to fucking go to Mongolia, if you ask me, but I can't. So uh, this is where I'm moving around these days. This is where I'm trying to uh, catch my bearings. This is where I um, am looking for my future. And I'll take just about anything. Uh, I've got no shame. I've got a lot of pride. I will do anything. COVID. Fucking motherfucking COVID. What an insane thing, man. What an insane thing. Now, uh, isn't it, isn't it obvious that this thing is undefendable already? That uh, it, it's all bullshit? All of it. All of it. Yes, the virus is real. The virus is fucking real. Car crashes are real. Diabetes are real. Cancer is real. Alcoholism is real. AIDS is real. But, uh, yeah, I don't see them canceling our driver's licenses. Oh, I can still buy alcohol just about anywhere. And I can smoke as many cigarettes as my lungs take. But for COVID, oh, fuck, just three old guys die. And uh, I'm not, I don't know if I should go into all that. But it is pretty, pretty obvious that uh, the population has gone, has gone dumb. Dumb beyond me lost all thinking power, they have lost all common sense, and they are just sheep, sheep, cowards, weak, indefensers, defenseless, can't even speak now, indefense, in, whatever man, sheep, fucking blind, you know the horses, they put these blind spots on the side of their eyes so they don't see sideways, they just see them front, that's what the whole of society is, uh, is, is, is using now, and, and uh, the few of us who can fucking see what's going on, we're, we're got nowhere to go because everything is ruled by these fuckers. Everything now, everything. Fortunately, in Spain there is no um, no stock yet as to introduce a vaccine passport or something like that. But I don't know. circumstance ever is my child going to go through that shit. No, because, uh, because it's not true, my friends, because it is not true. I don't care. Now, I'm going to say something real stupid now, but bear with me. Bear with me, okay? Don't just stick with this, what I'm just about to say. I don't care about the scientific method insisting that <laughs> herd immunity and global vaccinations want to take care of it. Not in this case. Not in this case. There are too many interests behind it, political, economical, social, to, to, for that to be remotely true. 
everything has proven to be a control tool for the mass, for the world problems, for to uh, to to manage uh, unmanageable, unmanageable situations, to distract us from what really is going on, which is uh, the destruction of the world, the, the 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 legacy that we are creating that is going to leave our kids with with uh, with piles and piles and piles of shit surrounding them in an unlivable, unbreathable world. That's what we should be looking at. Not if three old men and, and two guys with tuberculosis died of COVID. Fuck that. Fuck that. And correct me if I'm wrong, but um, for, a, for a whole year, we had one strand of COVID. Just one, just regular COVID-19. The vaccines were introduced, and suddenly all these different strains of COVID start appearing. Delta, Delta, the, the Brazilian, South African, Mongolian, I don't give a fuck. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I've done a little research. I cannot say I've done a lot, but everything indicates that that's the case. So it's working way too well for these fuckers, way too well. And uh, I'm not falling for it, uh, despite any consequences, because this might be the most cowardly thing um, I've ever said, but because I've got nothing else to lose. I don't have anything else to lose. I'm, uh, I'm so fucked, I don't give a fuck anymore. But I do give a fuck about my family. I do give a fuck about my son. And for that, I'm standing my ground and holding on to it like dear fucking Lord. Now, the world is fully, 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 fully fucking with me lately. Seriously fucking okay. And I'm okay with that. My ass can be left pretty wide. But um, not my kid, not my family. So for that, I am keeping my senses focused and uh, doing as much as I can to, uh, to keep them out of the fucking diabolical loop this world has. You should see the difference. You should be able to, to to discern what's true and what's not. You should be able to 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 see that it's all bullshit. It's absolutely bullshit. You see, the only purpose they the, the, the initial purpose of this COVID thing, all these controls and confinements and and, 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 and all these mask things was initially was to keep the health services active so so as for them not to collapse. Remember? You remember that time? You remember? You don't remember. You remember? You remember. Yeah, you remember. Yeah, that was the initial thing. Okay, so we need some control, you know, so that our health system, our health uh, hospitals and clinics don't collapse. All right. Now look into what has derived from that simple, honest proposal. Control, confinement. You can't go anywhere. You're, you look as if you're a, a criminal if you're not wearing a mask. Don't, don't touch me. Don't say hello. Don't shake my head. Just bump up my fist. Hugs. No, fuck that. A hug is, is the way uh, we kill people. Oh, God. And don't think about sneezing in public. Jesus, motherfucking Christ. I was in the market uh, a few weeks ago and uh, the mask was tickling my nose and I sneezed. And it was like a, like a nuclear explosion because 
everyone around me in a matter of nanoseconds got away. I was left alone there in the middle, like, what the fuck, man? So, <laughs> I provoked a couple of more sneezes, and I was left the fuck alone. Unbelievable, man, unbelievable. Uh, it makes me, I'm gonna roll a cigarette. Because this podcast, as my introduction to the new season, is gonna be very casual. It's gonna be very general, so I'm gonna speak a lot about a lot of things that I haven't spoken. And, uh... In the meantime, I'm going to roll myself a cigarette, because cigarettes are not yet forbidden. Uh, and uh, let's continue talking a little bit about COVID and the impact it has on our lives, mostly children's lives. So my son is now almost six, but since he's in uh, first grade, he qualifies as him having six years old, of being, being six years old. So that puts him in an age gap in which he has to wear a mask. Everywhere. Not everywhere, not in the streets. But uh, if he goes inside a business, if he goes inside a store, if he goes to school. A year before, uh, kids who were not yet in primary school, who were still in kindergarten, um, were, not, were not forced to wear masks. But this, year, this year, they do. So I was meant to send my kid to school with a muzzle, breathing his own fucking bacteria all day, playing in bubbles. Uh, in the playground of the school, they created these circles in which uh, groups can play. They cannot be out of that circle. They cannot mingle with different groups, uh, with different circles. And they have to, at all times, stay with their human bubble. Teachers wear masks. 24-7, all kinds of activities were severely monitored so that no cross-contamination occurred, and uh, I only said, no fucking way, no way. Inevitably, this is going to happen everywhere at some point. What are we going to do about it? So, So now I'm thinking to myself, Really? Okay, up to now it was a play or no play kind of situation, but now it's like you have to play or play. So what are we going to do? Well, in the meantime, we're going to get the fuck out to places like San Esteban de Pelotonera, where some sense still applies. You know, some, some thinking people, people who fucking think, not the imbeciles and mentally retarded social mess that we have. Of this uneducated, illiterate, fucking brain dead, chicken mind people following all orders, thinking that whoever doesn't uh, wear a mask is a criminal and whoever <coughs> is not vaccinated should not be allowed anywhere. Fuck them. I'm going to try and stay away from, from their game as much as I can. I know that eventually it will catch up. And question will arise, what are we going to do? Are we going to let these fuckers control our lives to 100%? Me, 53 years old, I don't give a fuck anymore. You want to control my life, do tie string around my balls and push me around as far as you want. I don't care. So my son is only five years old and your sons and your offsprings will be very young and they will be born into this bullshit society. Now call me an outcast, call me a rebel. Um, 
making a mistake at some level with some of the decisions that I make, I must always trust myself to be making all decisions in goodwill, always with the thought of what's better, with the analysis, with the as much information as I can, with as much knowledge, both historical and present knowledge of what is really happening in the world, who is ruling everything, who's giving the order, or are, are these orders good in any way? Is this gonna is this gonna promote some well-being into into humanity? Well, at some point, I'm done thinking with that shit. I don't give a fuck if humanity goes to hell and if everybody burns in hell or dies from, from this fucking vaccine. And uh, yes, you may be thinking something that I at some point will be maybe in the position where I have to swallow these words. Yeah, well, then, then yeah, well then you're right. But in the meantime, nothing, absolutely nothing. I don't care what your arguments are. I will listen to your arguments. I have listened to your arguments. And they are based on fucking false science from coming from people who are sponsored by big tech uh, pharmaceutical companies and who have a global interest that doesn't suit my needs or my children's needs. So yes, you can continue playing your game. You can continue lining up for vaccines. Oh, the cigarette is good. You can continue insisting that I uh, adapt to your norms, but I will at all times try not to. And this is my final say on this matter in this podcast. Thank you, guys. Now, listen, I'm back. Uh, I should be uh, recording this podcast on... Not a daily basis, but every two days. Uh, please bear with me at this time. I will be recording very raw, very direct from my phone, sitting in my car until I find a location where I can sit and install my microphone and do all my editing from somewhere here in San Esteban de Palauturdera. Look it up on Google Maps. San Esteban de Palauturdera. It's a beautiful fucking place. And this is where I'm standing just now. And this is where I'm going to click off, wishing you the best. And make your own decisions, man. I'm not saying my decision is the one and only. I'm saying it's my decision. And it is based on information. It is based on knowledge. Again, and it is based on historical facts and present <laughs> things that are happening. I'm not basing this on pure fucking nonsense. I know my shit. And I'm sorry, you have no arguments to counter-argue mine. In the meantime, keep safe. I'll see you later, brothers. Have a good